Welcome to the New School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to turn the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Welcome, ladies and germs, to a new episode of the New School of Success, where myself and my friend Julian Rosen, who's making a lot of noise over there, are... Check, uh, check, check, check. Yeah, yeah, so we're here to, well, give you uh, a new school of success, a, a level of success that is not tied to hustling, grinding, doing all of the crazy things that your, your father's version of success or mother's version of success may have told you. We're Sounds here to lame. give you the goods of 2020 and beyond. So, before we do that, Julian has a very special review to share with you because we really love when the people really love us. So, Julian, yeah. if you could. So this is, uh, this is from Jimmy DeFalco. Sounds super Italian. It's a must listen, he says. Five stars. These guys bring a, and I'm assuming he meant ton, but he wrote tiny. So this can also be a, a backhanded insult. These guys bring a ton of energy and knowledge to personal development. If you want to learn how to live life on your terms, this is a must listen, exclamation mark. So Jimmy, bro, dude, guy, appreciate you, man. Thank you. And uh, if you're listening to this, get off your ass. Actually, you don't even have to get off your ass. You can stay on your ass, use your thumbs, leave us a review. It helps, it helps the podcast world go around. So, yes. all right, Nicholas, enough dilly-dally. Let's mm. get into the silly sally. Oh. Let's start giving these people, let's help them unlock the vault and help them become the architect of their own reality. Ooh, that, that sounds sexy. Let's do that. Um, so today we are going to open up a, a bigger conversation around something we've already kind of talked about uh, on, our, on our podcast. I think it was episode two. We spoke about the law of attraction. I think Bill Gates was in that one. He, was that the one Bill Gates stopped by for? Man, that was yep. a great episode. So if you haven't listened to The Law of Attraction for Normal People, where Bill Gates <laughs> made a cameo, um, please go back and listen to that. It's a great episode. But the reason that we're opening up uh, a bigger conversation here is because a lot of people understand and have heard of The Law of Attraction because it's, it's kind of a pop culture universal law. The Secret made it very, very popular, and other people talk about it as we have. But there are other universal laws at play that when we understand those along with the law of attraction, we kind of make this sweet, sweet gumbo of um, just transformation and, and a deeper understanding and connection to mm. our existence here mm. on this planet. And uh, it's not to say that we're going to use these in a mm. artificial way to just you know manipulate the world. We're using it to connect deeper to ourselves within the world so therefore we can create more um, external success with the internal connection that we've created. So we're here to really just dive into a few of those other universal laws, the ones that nobody really talks about all that much, because I promise you, when you tie them in with your understanding of law of attraction, um, you're really gonna be able to harness a little bit more of that inner power rather than just leaning on what you saw in the secret and felt good about, because obviously the secret pumped it up in a way that felt like, oh, this is like, the secret but dude the, more the secret is so early 2000s that it's 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 humorous <laughs> yeah oh like, like the way that they communicate the law of attraction you mean no just like the 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 stock like the stock footage they use and just like the yes, it's just like true. that dude is 2008 and he'll never not be 2008 correct um, anywho it's a mediocre flick about a cool concept <laughs> um is. i recommend reading the Kabbalion. If you really want to really blow open your, 
your knowledge of the universe because that's that's what the secret's really about but anyway nicholas let's jump in who wants to go first should we rock paper scissors sure let's do it they can't see us but we can see each other don't we shake the rock oh okay one two three scissors she i went okay do you because you oh, shot paper, I shot. Well, your hand was below the camera, which is totally useless. All right, go, go, Nick. What's one? All right, so <laughs> the first one that I want to get into. I love that this is taking this weird <laughs> turn. All right, so the first one that I wanted to get into and share with the the listeners of the New School of Success is one that. So I I kind of really connect to this law um, because of my inclination and my interest in the law of attraction. So the law of attraction, for those of us that uh, maybe missed out on that early 2000s uh, movie, The Secret, is this so idea that, <laughs> that thoughts make things. That when we, when we have this desire, this thought in our mind, and we kind of sit with that thought and stay in the energy of that thought, we can create that thing in our reality, whether that be um, you know, success, relationships, what have you. In The Secret, they talked about getting parking spots this way. I don't know if that's legit or not, but either way, this law of attraction thing sounds cool because it seems like if you just sit around and you think and you kind of journal on stuff and you meditate on things that your life will turn out the way that you want it to. And it's very appealing to someone that maybe doesn't feel like they're, they're connected to or that success is available to them because it's like, oh, I don't have to you know, work my butt off. I can just think a lot of things and feel a lot of things and eventually I'm going to have the life that I want. And again, I'm not saying that the law of attraction is false in any way because this is true that thoughts make things, but there's more to it, like we said. So the law that I wanted to speak to is called the law of inspired action, which I was completely unaware of until probably within the last year that this thing was as valid as the law of attraction in terms of its, its, its truth. And like I said, the law of attraction, the, the way that it kind of gets you is like, oh, I just have to think about stuff and I'll be okay. But the law of inspired action kind of um, remedies that with saying, well, okay, you can't just think and sit on the couch and meditate. You have to actually um, take the thought and the emotion and everything that you've been sitting with and trying to create in your mind. And when you feel something within you, when you feel that, that nudge from your intuition, from your heart that says, hey, go do the thing or go call this person or go... Um, invest in this program or start this business or you know, move across country. That, that insight that you've gotten from your work of the law of attraction, when you take that inspired action, um, I'm not saying that it's going to be a one for one, that action is gonna to lead to a direct result that is like magical, but it will start you down this path that at some point you're going to land at the place that you want to be and or something better. And again, it was something that I was unaware of, so I just didn't, play the game of inspired action. I played a lot more into the thought, the feeling, and all of these things being valuable and not dismissed at all. But if you spend too much time on that end of the spectrum, just sitting on your couch, thinking about things and trying to make it happen from there, you're not going to be able to harness the power that is you because when you harness everything that is you, that would require you to get off that couch and take the inspired action that's coming through you. Get off your dupa. Yeah. Yes. I mean, think dupa. of it, think of it like this, right? Like you put the order out into the universe, right? You, you create the intention, you're thinking about it, you're resonating with it on an energetic level. You're feeling as if it's already yours, all the things that are cool. But like, think about like placing an order to Amazon and then closing all your windows, all your doors and hiding in your basement, right? Like the, the thing that is on its way to you has no way of entering into your world if you don't actually make yourself available to it. And that's what action is for. Um, also part of the law of attraction is, is, is 
you know, believing that it's already yours. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you believe you're already successful, why wouldn't you take action? Right. If, if success is, is inevitable, why wouldn't you take action? Right. Like, so it's that, it's that icing on the cake. It's like, I believe my intentions so powerfully that I'm going to use my body and my brain and my gifts to do stuff. Cool. Get off your dupa. Yes. Off, off the dupa. Uh, I mean, yeah, we are, we're spiritual billing, be, billings. Wow. We're spiritual beings where like, obviously the energy, the thought, the, the, the stuff that you can cook up inside of you by leaning on the law of attraction, it's going to create that emotional state that doesn't have as much fear in it. So mm-hmm. when you go to take the action, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not going to be taking action based off of like, I'm scared that something is going to happen in the opposite direction. So I'm going to run yeah. away from it. You're moving towards the thing that you've kind of called into place by leaning on that law of attraction. So they kind of pair it together. It's like seeing a movie, right? You see how it ends. You see the hero wins and gets the cool stuff. And then you go back and see that movie with a friend, right? When the plot thickens and it gets crazy, you're like, well, this is still entertaining, but you're not as freaked out, right? You're not as freaked out because you know how it ends. Paco is about to jib. There he is. Uh, Hey, Paco, hey. There's a dog on my lap. Holy moly. I manifested this dog. Um, <laughs> and he's about to just, he's really wet. I don't know how this happened. It's okay. Uh, but anyway, ugh, if you've already seen how the movie ends, right? Because you've created the intention and, you, and you've connected, <laughs> you've connected with it. Uh, now he's stuck in a rubber band and can't get out. Um, but right. It's like, you've seen the movie. It's like, so you're not going to freak out when the plot thickens. You're going to, you're going to know that in the end, you know, all the good stuff happened. And so when you create your intention, you visualize it, you see how it plays out. Boom. Like it's kind of like seeing the end of the movie. So yeah, go take action, go enjoy the thrill of living, but kind of in the back of your head, understand that. Yeah, I got this. And there's actually, they've done interviews with Conor McGregor, who's a big law of attraction, uh, secret guy. Mm-hmm. And he'll literally at a press conference before the fight be like, "Yep, I've already seen this fight a thousand times in my head. This is how I'm going to knock him out." And then more often than not, like that's exactly how it plays out. And so, it, yeah, I mean, it's universal law. It's cool. It's real cool. Take action. Yes. Why not? You have thumbs. You have a brain. Go do stuff with it. Yes, Mike, drop and or set on your table in front of you, as you just did. So that was the law of inspired action. So, Julian, what other law from the universe would you like to share with the good people? I like the, the law of Juanness. That Juan is everywhere and all things. No, <laughs> oneness. Universal law of oneness. So at a quantum level, we're all the same thing. I'm mm-hmm. the same thing. This mic that I'm holding is the same thing. The space between you and the screen is the same thing. The, the uh, airwaves that are vibrating into sound waves that your eardrums are converting into electrical energy that your brain turns into words and symbols that mean things to you, all of it, quantum, little, vibrating energy. So when you can start to see that we're all connected, right? Like if we're all the same thing, if we're all these little vibrating pieces of quantum energy suspended in this divine matrix of ether, like, yeah, everything is one. So the tree outside and in some way, shape or form is you, the events unfolding in your life. Nick and I talk about this a lot. Like it's not life happening at you. It's life being reflected back to you because it's interconnected with you. It is, it is Juan with you. And so, when you can start to see that you are everything in your life, you start to see this divine dance. Like uh, you start to see um, there is a divine intelligence orchestrating things. It's not just random chaos that you have to react to. So 
when you can understand that, yeah, you zoom in far enough, everything is the same thing, then yeah, we all are connected because all those little sub quantum particle thingies are suspended in this ether, right? That uh, there's a cool book called The Divine Matrix by some guy that looks like Wolverine. <laughs> and I forget. Greg Braden? <laughs> yeah, Greg Braden. And, um, he, you know, he scientifically describes this in a cool way. Uh, but I mean, spiritual masters and philosophers and ancient civilizations have been aware of this thing for years and years and years because uh, it eludes our five senses. But yeah, like everything is interconnected. So when I learned this, it kind of took some of the pressure off because my darkest days were when I thought it was me against the world. When I thought of, I was very isolated, I was very alone. I was like, fuck, I really got to just put on the armor today and go to battle against this world. And then I started realizing that I am the world. So I'm not going to go to battle with it because it is me, right? It is right. an extension of me. And so when you can just realize everything is connected, everything is interconnected, um, you'll start to loosen up. You'll start to appreciate this cosmic dance of particles that are you and everything around you. And you'll realize that everything is just, I have it written on my whiteboard. Everything's just energy. It's just energy moving around. It's like little quantum Lego blocks, like, our brain labels it like, ooh, that is bird, that is car, that is rich, that is poor. But like, those are all just concepts and stories that your brain is putting things into. Everything is just connected energy. So enjoy it. That's what I say. Yes. Enjoy the oneness. And yeah, the, the, um, I love what you said about like me against the world because so many of us, when we are trying to create success or, or yeah. get to a place where we feel successful, we feel like we are, it's us versus them. It's me versus someone else. We're in competition with others for our, our spots on the podium or what, what have you. And like that, gotta feel that, important, got to do stuff to feel important. Right. That's yes. Like that's stretch your bands old... while I'm talking. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. So yes, w w when we have that separation from others and we look out at the world and we're like, Oh, it's me versus them. It's me who doesn't have enough money versus the rich person who does, or me who is in a place that, you know, would be objectively successful, whatever, versus the person that, that doesn't have that, the homeless guy in the corner. When we have that separation and we think that we are different and not connected to everyone else, um, it can be an isolating world because you're, you're trying to move through the world as yourself. And we are tribal creatures. We are creatures that feed off of others' energy and we obviously can support each other along the way. So like if you really Embrace obviously the oneness that, that Julian spoke to, like the energetic, just everything is, is the same. And we're just kind of a, a different form than a tree or a bird or a car. Um, but we're all here kind of living in this space together. And there's, there's a bird just there. Like there's that part of it, but also like the interconnectedness of everyone. All minds are connected. All, all uh, energy and, and space is connected. And just the more that we can see that and feel that, the less we're going to feel isolated in this world that kind of we get closed off from when we don't see that this, this universal oneness is a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I'm fine, no, I'm fine. Chafi is, Cool, cool, man, cool. So we've talked about universal oneness. We've talked mm -hmm. about the law of inspired action. And now I'm going to roll into a different law. Let me go and find it really quickly. Um, so we're looking at a, a little checklist. That's why I'm saying that. Ooh, the law of Golden Corral buffet eating. Hmm. Ah. We'll, we'll leave that for another one. I'm so glad that Golden Corral has sponsored us on this podcast. I'm, I'm just stoked about it. Um, Consciousness. 
consciousness. I think Golden Corral. They'll find us. They'll find <laughs> us. Um, but the, the one that I wanted to talk about was the law of cause and effect. Now, there's when you hear us kind of describing a couple of these, it's going to feel like, well, isn't that the law of attraction or isn't that the yeah, law there's of some overlap in these bad boys. <laughs> there's a little bit of overlap, but they all kind of intermingle together and have their own place. But the law of cause and effect basically uh, is, is there to remind you that Every effect has a cause and every cause has an effect. And you, at the basis of everything, uh, get to be the most powerful cause in your world. So every effect, every circumstance, every condition that you look out and observe uh, around you, at some point you had a say in how that came about. Um, you had a say in how you were feeling about that, how you were thinking about that, what actions you took to create that thing in your life. And the more you can own that here in this moment, the more you can own this powerful place of causation moving into the future. Like something that I talk a lot with my clients about is a powerful way to embrace this law is to not just get excited about it in the moment and look into the future and say, all right, cool, I'm a powerful cause and just move forward, but also look back and, and kind of observe what you may have created in your life that you already are witnessed to uh, this cause and effect relationship. Like what did you create that was good? What did you create that was bad? What energy did you put into your relationship that maybe took it down the wrong path? What energy did you put in your business that made this sale, this opportunity come to life? And understanding that at some point, a thought, a feeling, um, a day that we took off, a day that we decided to wake up a little bit earlier and get to the gym was our powerful choice, our cause that created some effect, not a day later, not a week later, but maybe a month, a, a year. It doesn't matter what the timeline is, but everything that you see around you and in front of you, you have a powerful place where you get to decide, I want to do something differently here. I want a different effect, therefore I have to change the cause. And I know that yeah. Julian likes to talk about pizza and ingredients. And when mm. you want a different pizza to come out of the oven, you have to change the ingredients. That's Jimmy DeFalco, make it a pizza. Make it a pizza with the Parmesans. Yes, but... Yes. Um, <laughs> so when you look at the circumstances and conditions of your life, AKA the effects of all the causes that you've put into play so far, owning everything that you can with your consciousness kind of put a pin in and say, I had something to do with that mm. is just going to give you more evidence um, that says, okay, I, I have created a lot of this. Yeah. I can look around the office that I'm sitting in right now and, and really know that I had a powerful cause in nearly everything that's in here. I didn't build the walls myself, but being in here, the, the wall is blue. Um, I've seen a picture of my daughter. I had a say in that biologically. I think everybody could understand that. Just other things I'm looking around and seeing like- Or so you were told. <laughs> easy, fella, sorry. easy. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> this turned into an episode of Maury. <laughs> the kid <anyway>. is yours. <laughs> The law of cause and effect, aside yeah. from the Mori uh, detour that we've taken, is a powerful law to pair with, uh, again, the ones that we've yeah. talked about here, because the more that we feel like we have some kind of say and power in the way that our life is created, the more that we can step into things yes. like the law of inspired action, the law of attraction, because we're carrying forward yeah. um, an empowered energy rather than one yeah. like that's just hopeful and hoping that something might be cool that happens yeah. in the future well check this out nicholas because most people get the flippity flappity and they get it backwards badopity right yes when you open your eyes and you're seeing your life unfold that is a fact that is already done mm -hmm. you're the cause right yeah your thoughts your feelings your actions your assumptions those are the cause but so many people let 
the cause get hijacked by the effect, right? They look at their life and they go, I don't like this, right? So they let the effect hijack the cause. What do you think is going to happen? They're going to repeat the cause and then just repeat the effect. And so that's why, you know, mindfulness is so important, being aware of being aware and understanding that if you don't like what you're seeing right now, that's fine. That's just the effect. That's the pizza coming out of the oven. But don't let the fact that the pizza sucks be like, man, this pizza sucks. I'm going to go make more shitty pizza, right? Like, right. if you don't like what you see, understand that because everything is energy, and that's what we're going to talk about, because everything is energy, like, everything is on the way out. Everything is constantly moving and changing. So the only thing holding in place the parts of your life that you don't like is you focusing on them, letting them hijack your internal state, which is actually the cause of it. So you're actually just creating this, this self-perpetuating cycle of suck city. But in reality, it's like, no, no, no. Like the effects are done. You're deep. Like let the done be done mm-hmm. and start a cooking up a something a different, you know? Yeah. Start cooking up a something a different. I think I went with a more of a Borat accent. I do that sometimes. You, you, um, they're all the same. Yeah. They're all the same. So you're yes, up. the, <laughs> so cause and effect obviously another powerful law of the universe now we've we've covered it some some length in, you know, on this podcast not specifically this episode we've done law of attraction abhi we have done law of cause and effect now law of inspired action law of oneness and now julian if you could offer up another universal mm. law that is a equality uh, ingredient to this jumbo mm. of power not jumbo gumbo <laughs> Jumbo, 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 gumbo. Uh, el, el regalo de relativio. I don't know. I'm working on my Spanish, though, everybody. Just, just so you know. Estoy trabajando en mi español using the Babel app. So far, so good. But, okay. So, the law of relativity, uh, which really, we said at the beginning of this episode, everything is just energy moving around and unfolding, right? Mm-hmm. It takes on meaning when we judge it. Like I said, zoom in far enough, everything is just energy dancing around. You getting a raise, you getting fired, meh, it's just energy, right? You catching a whole bunch of green lights, you catching a whole bunch of red lights. It just is. It's just energy unfolding. It's just life force interacting with life force according to cause and effect and vibration. That's all it is. And so when you can take on this, this assumption, everything just becomes neutral. There's no more problems. There's life unfolding, and at a quantum level, if we're all life force, life force would never intentionally fuck over life force for no reason, right? Life force cannot flow in direct correl- you know, it cannot invertedly flow against itself, or else right. the universe would explode. So it's not going to punch itself in the face energetically. Yeah, yeah. or else we, there would just be black holes and cosmic chaos everywhere. So when things are, things are, <laughs> right? Like life is unfolding deal with it. We get into trouble. We let our internal state get hijacked negatively when we let our conditioning or our ego tell us a story about why this should or shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And remember, our ego usually thinks in terms of, okay, this is serving me and getting me more stuff, or this is bad and taking me away from the stuff and validation I need. That's Your ego really thinks in those terms. So, But yeah, the law of relativity just states, if everything's energy and energy is just unfolding for the expression of fuller life force and energy, then everything just is. Mm-hmm. like everything just is so it's not good it's not bad it's just unfolding for the betterment of life force and energy so for example when like when my car got stolen like yeah my ego was butthurt for like a day because i had pictures of my mom in there and i was really you know i had a lot of sentimental value in that car and then you know like 24 hours later i was like you know what like it just is it just was it mm-hmm. like it's gone 
<laughs> but it's just energy, right? It's just energy that I wrapped up this big story around of no, 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 that's my truck. And you know, it, you know, I'm, I'm a truck guy and I have all this cool stuff in there and that was taken from me. What a bad man doing bad things. It just was a thing. It, it was, was just energy interacting with energy. Yeah. That's all it is. Right. Yeah. And the more that you like really understand this law of relativity that like everything is good or bad only if we slash our ego says it is the deeper you understand the law of relativity and that it, everything is just, it's neutral. It's mute. It's just, what are you giving to it? What energy are you giving to it? What meaning are you giving to it? The more you get that, the more you can, embrace and empower yourself with some of these other universal laws that we've mentioned because the law of attraction the law of cause and effect um some of the other laws that we aren't going to get into on this one like law of correspondence all of these universal laws and go ahead and google them um they're they're a good read good uh, listen to on other podcasts and such but some of these other laws require an internal state an emotional state that is optimal and if you're living in a world that judges good or bad you are gambling your emotional state based on the circumstance that you have in front of you. So like when, you're, when your truck got stolen, if you were unaware of this law of relativity, if you were unaware that like, oh, it's just a truck, it's just this thing that I had in my life and I'm putting all this meaning into it, therefore that's why I'm, I'm butthurt or my ego is butthurt. Like if you couldn't pull back and have that awareness, you would be, like you said, yeah. hijacking your internal yeah. state, which then handicaps your ability to harness everything else it that we've talked about. It reminds me of that old Chinese parable from China. Maybe you've heard it. Maybe you haven't. Uh, so there's this Chinese farmer, right? And he's out there farming, doing a good farming time. And yeah. one of his horses breaks out. Have you heard this one? I don't think so. Wow. You need it's to get from out. China? It's straight it's China. Chinese parable from China. Yep. yep. So the horse gets out. And so the neighbor comes over to the farmer and, and the neighbor's like, oh man, I'm sorry about that. Your horse got out there. And he's like, you know, it just is. A day later, the horse comes back and it found some wild horse friends that followed it back. So now this guy just got like five or six salians and the neighbor comes over. Wow, what great fortune. And the farmer's just like, it just is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. The next day, the farmer's son, he's trying to tame and you know, break in these wild steeds, falls off, breaks his leg. The neighbor this fucking neighbor runs over. Oh man, what an uns it's just so unfortunate. I'm so sorry. And the farmer just stoic, just total badass. He's like, you know what? It just is what it is. The next day, the Chinese army comes to recruit able-bodied young men and they have to pass on this man's son because he's unable to fight, keeping him safe. That's it. But as you can see, right, like getting <laughs> caught up in the minutia of, oh my God, that's so good. Oh my God, that's so bad. And these high highs and these low lows and these super over, overly emotional reactions to things. Like just relax. Life force is unfolding for good things. But yes, when you let your internal state get hijacked, you let your current perception of these things that you don't have the full overview of hijack your internal state, turn it negative, which then because of the law of an attraction and cause and effect and vibration and oscillation and monkeyfication, boom, you're actually going to bring more bad shit in your life. Love that law, the monkeyfication law. That's an amendment. That's an, that's an amendment, a Julian Rosen <laughs> amendment. But yeah, the, the more, you know, uh, what's, what's another Julian Rosen uh, saying? Ookie I believe. Is, ookie bookie. Uh, it's all ookie bookie. The, the more negative ookie bookie and judgment yeah. you put on any events that, that uh, you know, the collective culture around you would probably say, oh, this is bad. 
oh, you, you lost your car. Uh, it was stolen from you. And, and like any other, I, I know we're talking about that repeatedly. I hope that we're not giving your ookie bookie into your internal state. But like, if you, if you listen to that and allow it in because your rejection of this law of relativity and thinking like, oh no, this is definitely bad. This is objectively bad. Somebody else told me that this was bad. So therefore I'm validated in my feeling of bad. The only person that really loses in the long run is you because, <laughs> because it's your internal state, which gets to be like this amazing like PlayStation or Xbox controller that you get to create your life from. And if you yeah. keep, if you keep messing with it, um, you are again, handicapping yourself in the long run. So understanding the law of relativity is real. Everything is just energy. It just is what it is. The less judgment you put on it, the more power you will have in, in terms of the other powerful laws that we've talked about today. So, okay, that's, that's, that's about it. So we've discussed four powerful universal laws in, in tow. There are plenty there. Some say there's 12, some say there's 50. I don't know what the exact number is because I'm not the universe. I'm just one person, but um, we wanted to give you a few more that were not the law of attraction. So you can get a fuller understanding of some of these things that are at your disposal because they are universal. Yeah. This guy really takes a lot of my metaphors and allegories. He can go, this David Daniel guy can suck it because I just, I feel like he's, using my stuff and not, not giving me credit. But the movie screen thing, I use that a lot. Sorry. Julian's referencing something that you guys can't see because we're reading Sorry. off of somebody else's website. But anyway, what I wanted to pitch to Julian really quickly is if yes. he had a ta tangible, tangible taco takeaway. Tangible takeaway, taco tidbit. Got tidbit, it. yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, bum, 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 bum. everything we've talked about points to the fact that you are in control. That's, mm. that's what we're talking about. So you're in control, but at the same time, you're not, right? A lot of what Nick and I talk about, super paradoxical, super frustrating, and it allows us to get off the hook because we don't have to be right or wrong. JK, we're right. But no, like you're in control. Back to the movie example, right? Like you can control the ending of- David Daniels movie example? David Daniels can suck my ass. <laughs> but uh, no, no, back to like, you've like you can create the direction of your life and like you can manifest very specific things, but- how the dominoes fall to get you from step A all the way to Z, that is not up to you. So that is no. why state control, that is why mindfulness, that is why, you know, things that cultivate awareness, that is why rewiring your subconscious of its past assumptions and, and, and prejudices and stories and limiting patterns is so important because your internal state is all, as within, so without. Your internal state is constantly building your outer world, your outer reality. and I use the word hijacked a lot because it, it is. It infers something coming in and taking over. But yeah, if you let your old beliefs, your old identity, your ego hijack, you're going to just use all of these laws that want to happily work for you. You're just going to use all this shit against you. Uh, and just like it's optional. So don't. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf style. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, all right. Lovely, tangible taco takeaway tidbit, Mr. Julian Rosen. Um, so bring us home, Nicholas. The one that I will offer to the, the good people of the new school of success, our lovely students in this new school that we are deans of, is that uh, I would take two of the laws that we mentioned here. So the law of cause and effect and the law of relativity and do a little bit of inventory on your 
current life and also past life. Look back for the law of cause and effect and really take notice of and, and celebrate the good, but also honor and take ownership of the, you know, here we go again, judging bad, good, bad, <laughs> doesn't matter. But if you look at it just for, through the lens of, of getting some information, there's some stuff that you enjoy about your life at this very moment. There's some yes. stuff that maybe you don't enjoy. Um, peeling back the curtain, we can look through the law of relativity here and say like, it's not good or bad, it just is. But in, in terms of cause and effect, just give yourself the power of, of trying to find that, that birthplace of the thing that you see in front of you right now. Because the more evidence, again, you build up in your little file folder in your mind of, oh, I had something to do with this, the more that you can use that power moving forward in creating something else. So that would be my, my first tangible taco takeaway tidbit is cause and effect. Look back at some of the things that maybe you caused and, and what effects have come from that and own that and have power within that. And then for the law of relativity, I would just look around you and think about your triggers Think about the things that you get frustrated by easily, or maybe the things that even are positive triggers for you, your, your wife, your husband, your kids, the things that you really love and enjoy, the things that are all so good about your life and all of it. Just look at it and say, oh, this is just life. This is just, it is what it is. And the more that you can kind of remove it, not from a place of just being apathetic and not connected to anything, but removing it from that ego sense of judgment. Oh, this is good. So I'm doing good. This is bad. So I'm in a bad place and just try to make it as neutral as possible. So you can remove some of that as Julian says, ookie bookie. Um, yeah. A little playful detachment gets rid of a lot of the ookie bookie. It does. It does get rid of the ookie bookie. So I would do a couple of those uh, exercises there with the laws that we mentioned here to, to kind of do a little inventory on your life because yeah, passively listening to us giggle and, and jam on some of these laws might make a, an uptick in your life. You might have some more awareness about some things that you've been looking at in a, in a way that maybe isn't beneficial to you. But I promise you when you dig into some of the, the actions that we offer to you, these, these tangible taco takeaways, tidbits that we like to offer, I promise it'll give you um, a real sense of some of the things that might be just floating around in your mind right now. So All do some of it. Like. Yeah, crazy last, like. last thing, we usually end by, you know, telling you we love you and then asking for a review. This time's going to be a little different. We love mm. it. But go tell one person about this podcast. Yes. Go tell one person who you're like, you know what? These dudes are on to something. And I know that the more positive people we have listening and using these tools, the better the world's going to be. Well, the better the world's going to be. So go ahead and tell one person about this show. Make them listen. Um, you can even, you know, break into their house tie them up, make them listen. Uh, if it's for the podcast, that's actually legal. I read that in Montana and Arkansas. So Interesting. Make, make, make someone listen to this podcast. And thank you for listening to this podcast. And thank you, Nick, for yeah. talking on this podcast. <laughs> thank you for using your voice box on this podcast. Yeah, what a great time. Yes, I always enjoy it, Julian. And thank you for being here, sir. Shall I take them to the bell? Ring it, bad boy. I shall.